You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has opened its doors for the final day of a week that has been actually rather good. With me now is Nick Kunzer from Sandland Private Wealth. Nick, three days up in a row. I, I thought yesterday that we'd, we'd pull back a bit. Maybe today is the pullback day rather than mm. the rally day, which we've seen for the last two or three Fridays, I think it is. But not a bit of it. Last night, a stonking good session again. Oh, Lindsay, good morning. Yeah, definitely one to get my head around because those U.S. numbers, the jobless numbers, that was the that was the big data point. That's what everyone was waiting for. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, we spoke late on the show with David last night, and we said, hey, yeah, there were numbers between one and three were bounced around. Anyway, it came at three point two million, which is the biggest jump since records began fifty two years ago. On the back of that, you would have expected maybe a little bit of a uh, little bit of caution warranted, but no. No. Dow Jones is now up 21% from its Monday low, which bearing in mind that's five days ago. <laughs> um, it is now the, the, the strongest three-day percentage increase since 1931. But that 21% bounce in four sessions now officially makes it a bull market. That is how fast the market is moving on both ways. For the so we've gone from bear to we've gone from bull to bear to from bear to bull <laughs> yes. in record time. In fact, it's yeah. probably we went from yeah. bull to bear. In <clears throat> we went from we went from twenty two yeah, days. Right. We went from bull, correct, bull to bear, the fastest in history record, mm. and now we've just gone from bear to bull, and even quicker in three in four trading days. Yeah, you see the this, fastest this, increase since records began. The great thing about being a long-term investor is you can just say, right, I'm just going to clear my desk and I'm going to let this thing play out because the stocks that I have are insulated <laughs> and in five years' time I know where they'll be. But I'm not going to indulge myself in listening to Nick no. Kunzer, Lindsay Williams, David Shapiro, Wayne McCurry, all the other people, uh, Sculptler. I'm not going to listen to this. I don't need to listen to it. It's great fun, but unfortunately it's not part of a long-term portfolio. But it is great fun, isn't it? I mean, from a goodness is, me, have you seen what's happening a, point of know, view? No, 100%. I mean, if, you, if you're a trader or you, you like your volatility or you're an option trader or any, someone who's like very short term, I mean, this is, this is – you wait for these days once a decade. I mean, it, you know, you're literally getting – I mean, I looked at Boeing yesterday. Boeing is technically – I mean, last time I looked out the window, there weren't any airplanes flying. So that share went from $340 down to $98. Just looking out the window quickly, and, uh, Nick. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. No, no, no contrails. Yeah, likewise. Mm. Nothing in the blue skies of Joburg either. No planes. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so there's a rumor that maybe they get a bailout and part of this $2 trillion package, $50 billion has been allocated to the airline industry. Yeah, right. Uh, the stock is now closed last night on 88. So it is up uh, literally 82% in three days. <clears throat> now, how is that? That's the, and that, you know what a big component of, of the data is? How is that any logical investment buying and selling involved there whatsoever? The biggest airline company in the world moves 81% on pretty much nothing. But so, I mean, I think you've got to really, you know, if you're a short-term trader, fantastic. If you're long-term, you, you've really got to be sitting on the, on the sidelines here. But it certainly hasn't made my life any easier when I've had phone calls going, why didn't you buy three days ago? Surely you knew. <laughs> of course we did. We knew it was going to be the biggest rally in 50 years. Everyone did. 
Okay, let's have a look. Anyway. Yeah, let's have a look. I mean, I don't understand. <laughs> 50 billion for the airline industry. I mean, come on, that's a drop in the ocean. But anyway, we'll talk about that this mm. afternoon. British American Tobacco annual report for the year ended 31st of December. I don't know if that's got anything to do with the share price railing 4.1%. Um, just looking at the Stock Exchange News Service. What else have we got here? The sun's shining today in Rotterdam, so my screen's looking a little bit strange. Um, South 32, Santam, no. Eastern Platinum annual results for the year and a corporate update. Uh, that shares unchanged. That's not one we look at really. But uh, no, I can't see anything that really, really catches my eye. Yeah, you know, late. I think late, late last night there was um, <clears throat> there was uh, Cup International. KAP. Oh yes, that's right. They've come uh, out with their updated yeah, numbers. Twenty percent earnings down. I, I don't. I don't think there's any surprises there. Um, but unfortunately, the stock is off 80%, and the share price is going to be, well, the earnings are going to be less than 20 But I think those are of many to come. Um, and just saw a headline this morning, not, the, not great news at all. South Africa had its first two coronavirus deaths reported this morning. Ah, that's that not good. Out, that is out, no, that's not good. That was out of uh, the health ministry reported that about, um, about 25 minutes ago. Do we know the details? The geography, the no type details. of person? No, nothing. One line, South Africa reports first two coronavirus deaths, Health Ministry dash Reuters News. So that was the first thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah and then, um, and then uh, no, it's, it's interesting. I was just wondering, sure I wonder if it's person. Uh, yeah, I mean, geography is very interesting and also the age of the person very interesting as well. Because I know very that. Very much um, so. I was watching Mr. Trump uh, clips last night where on January the 23rd, when one person was identified as having coronavirus in Washington state, he said, we've got it under control. This is one, he, he emphasized one Chinese person um, has, has got it. <laughs> and he said, uh, yeah, we've got it well under control. Now they've got more cases than China. And it's the chart. I mean, the chart looks like palladium, the way it's, it's gone up. Hopefully it'll come down like palladium as well. But goodness me, well, they've got a lot down, of problems there at the moment. No, I mean, this is what I don't get, Lindsay. I mean, I'm, I, you don't wish this on anyone, but it's just, no. be, I mean, how can you buy this market up, up 21% in three days on a stimulus package that's going to help out airlines? I mean, it just, it beggars belief. And, and I just urge caution is warranted. I mean, we could certainly be see the, my biggest fear is we see the U.S., uh, numbers escalate astronomically, and I think you really got to be careful that. Yeah, that's yeah. when it'll really hit um, home. But I, mean, I think, on the other hand, <clears throat> the the sick way that the market works is that they'll say, "Well, that's good because Jerome Powell will come to the party and he'll give us even more mm. of a stimulus." I mean, two trillion for people. Well, I mean, yeah, uh, but I mean, Jerome, uh, you know, Jerome Powell. I mean, he's, t- he's turning out a bit of a bit of a clown, I think, personally. Yeah, me I mean, it was out yesterday on on, uh, on one of these talking head channels. I think it was uh, CNBC. He says, uh, the central, I'll quote, the central bank is ready to act aggressively uh-huh. to shore up credit markets. And he says, and the Fed has plenty and unlimited ammunition. Well, unless rates go to zero, there's not many bullets left, Mr. Powell. I'm sorry. I mean, that's just, uh, I mean, what does that mean? We've got plenty of ammunition. I mean, rates are at zero. So now what, what are rates going to go negative in the U.S.? Yeah, well, that's gonna, literally what they have to do. You're going to lend to dead people, in other words. You've got to give them. I mean, come on now. I mean, it sounds terrible, but I mean, get a cure for goodness sake. Never mind the pumping of the system, the priming of the system. Um, let's have a look at the markets yeah, now. But it's a, if, oh, there was a resilient. A resilient was out a little bit. Um, just joining the rest of the property companies. Uh, company withdrawals as distribution per guidance as previously communicated. Uh, they've renewed a nine hundred and fifty-nine million facility at Standard Bank. 
Um, that expired. Also got renewable net banks. So it looks like they're renewing all their facilities to see them through the tough period. Um, okay. They've just joined the rest of the queue. All right. Um, dollar rand is seventeen fifty. British pound against the rand twenty one thirty two. The euro rand is nineteen twenty seven, and the euro dollar euro dollar going through one ten was one oh seven three four days ago. Mm. One ten ten now the euro dollar, and that's slightly weaker actually than it was on the close last and night. And also cable, Lindsay. Cable cable's been a good one to watch as well. One twenty one eighty at the moment. Yeah. One, let's call it one twenty two. That's big because it was one fourteen mm. and a half at its nadir last yeah. week. Mm. Mm. Okay, Dow Jones last night was up. Oh gosh, another six point four percent, one thousand three hundred and fifty two points, twenty two thousand five hundred and fifty two. When we struck our bet, or I struck my bet against you and David Shapiro, it was twenty thousand five hundred, and that was on Monday. That's amazing. Uh, the Dow Jones futures, though, this morning down around about 300 points or one and a bit percent. S&P last night up six and a quarter, NASDAQ up 5.6. The Tokyo market, after a mauling yesterday, up nearly 4% this morning. Shanghai, though, very, very muted, up a quarter. And the Hang Seng up 0.4% with the Australian market down 5%. Why has the Australian market gone down, Nick? Well, that was an interesting one. It was up when I was sort of doing my morning notes this morning. It was up 2% in line with, uh, with the rest of the world. And then uh, all of a sudden, a story broke that uh, one of the largest hedge funds there, it's a company called Regis. Um, they, are, they are probably, I think they are the biggest Aussie hedge fund manager. Uh, Regal, sorry, it's called Regal. Okay. Uh, it was told by its banks that uh, by midday today, that's reduced the gearing from uh, four times to two times. I'm not sure if that's the only reason, but there was some aggressive selling across the ASX 200 exactly uh, midday today, which knocked it from up two to down five. Wow. So you know how these things work, Lindsay, when uh, you know, gearing is fantastic when it's not fantastic, when it doesn't stop working. There's no trouble. Yeah, I'm sure it's the first of many, I would have thought. Mm, well, hopefully not, but uh, yes, I see your point. On the commodities markets, the gold price is 16.23, and overnight that's down around about $8. The platinum price is up 12 to 7.51, up 1.7% or $12 an ounce. And palladium, please. <laughs> I actually can't believe it. That the, the, Go on. It's trading at, trading at $2,400 uh, per ounce. It was 1600 last week. Yeah, it's doubled almost. It's up about 70% in a week. Okay, Brent crude oil, 26. The, vol the volatility of these last few weeks in some of these asset classes, I don't think... I don't think we'll see it again. I've certainly never have seen it before. Ah, no, you'll never see the like of it again. Ah, there's a good lad. Yeah, uh, Twenty-six okay. fifteen is the oil price, which is up, to, uh, sorry, down two point seven percent or seventy-two cents per barrel. Now let's move quickly on to uh, the movers and the not movers on the JSE this morning. I noticed Sassel is doing rather well. Is that where where we should start? Uh, Sassel, look at that. I've got up sixteen percent to thirty-three fifty odd. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember we were, I don't know if we chatting on air or fair, but uh, there was rumours doing rounds about uh, Saudi Aramco sniffing around needing an access to, to a chemical business. And uh, this is a nice fit. And uh, the, the, the numbers I heard was back on Monday that possibly uh, they're looking to take 30% stake in Lake Charles. But in the, whether rumours are true or not, the market loves a good rumour. And, uh, you know, there we go. off the road. That, that stock's double. That was 22 rand on Monday. Hmm. Yeah, actually, I've got a latest update, 31.55, up 9%. But well done. That's fantastic news because it's, it really mm. is an important part mm. of the All Share Top 40. Hammerson up 45. <laughs> sorry, let me look, look at this again. <laughs> Hammerson up 45.5%, Nick, the property company, mm. the UK property company listed <laughs> secondary on the JSC. 
<laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, I don't don't have words. Yeah, there's no news art. It's just, yeah, you know. It's yeah. just up. Capco up 9.5%. Cecil, we've mentioned MTN up nearly 6%. Liberty Holdings up 4.4%. On the downside, we've got the gold mining companies and the, the diggers. The diggers and dealers mm. are on the downside. Goldfields down 10. Anglo Gold down 10. DRD Gold down 5.6. Harmony down 5.4. And Sibania mm. Stillwater down 4.6%. That's, uh, yeah. That's, oh, is this, is that's this bad. Just, I think, is this just, but is this just the shutting of mines? Um, because as far as I understand, the, the news flow in the last few days, and we had something out from Amplats this morning, I didn't catch, to catch the whole sense, but it looks like they literally been told to shut their minds for 21 days i mean naturally i guess now we're getting the knock-on effect which is ironic given the fact that all these commodities are actually running so yeah. a bit unfortunate to say the least but i wonder if it's more more that story it's, it's like saying you... that the, the miners were down in oz too the miners are down about five percent so it's a bit of a sell-off in that mining sector yeah i suppose if you haven't got something uh, it doesn't matter what the price is because you can't sell it because you haven't got it exactly. south africa's budget retailer mr price said late last night its sales have declined 22 percent since president ramaphosa declared a national state of disaster on march the 15th so there's this pre-march the 15th and post march the 15th updates coming out at the moment so beware the ides of march the 15th i think and this is probably certainly with the south african retailer is the first of many uh, I've got a, a note from JP Morgan this morning just saying uh, exactly that we are sure this is the most of many. It's not, not a great story. Not a good story. And it's quick, eh? Because these, these, these guys operate on such thin margins. I mean, you, you shut for a few days, it's, it's, it, it knocks your, your whole month. You shut for 21 days, I guess it knocks your whole year. Yeah, okay, 22% down since March the 15th. What's the date today? March the 27th. So in 12 days, it's lost 22.1%. Mm. Mm. That's sales. Mm. And, of course, with the 21-day lockdown, it won't make any sales at all, apart from online, I imagine. But goodness me, that's a hell of a knock. Mm. Nick, give us the indices after 50 minutes of trading, please. Okay, so for this Friday, first day of lockdown here in South Africa, we have the JC All Share down 1.6%, 722 points, 44,323. Yeah, to say it's a bit of a, not, it's not falling on a heap, it's a bit more controlled. I wonder how many traders are actually at their desks at the moment at home. Uh, we then have the top 40 also down 1.55%, 637 points. And looking at the different indices, energy shares getting the boost from Sasol at 2.41%. And on the downside, mostly in the red, we have healthcare down 0.32, industrials 0.45, basic materials, those miners, as you point out, Lindsay down 1.04% at index, technology down 1.35. And, and, and we didn't even speak about the banks, but having a bit of a tough day, Rand out at 17.50. Yeah. Esther bond yields are starting to blow out a little bit again. I wonder if the Saab are coming back in. But the financial index, the worst performer today, down 1.62 ahead and we'll short chat later ahead of Moody's announcement tonight. Okay, how's lockdown? How's the first day trading from home? Is it okay? Are you feeling weird? Are you feeling good? Uh, tell me yeah, your emotions. I, it, yeah, I actually feel all right. You know, it's, it's um, I, I mean, I have a setup at home anyway. I mean, I have clients that trade after hours. I have four screens and a little study and set up here anyway. Look at you. Um, but I'll tell you what, biggest, my, my biggest problem was is that we can't go out. I mean, it's made very clear to us. And I live in a, in a complex in Sanson and woke up this morning to go jog around. I've just figured out that 
you know, it takes, it takes me seven laps in my car park to do two Ks. So it's going to be, it's going to be a long 21 days. I'm going to know every corner of this car park by the end of this. So if you go under the car drop. park, just, just, just make this clear to me. If you go under the car park after doing seven <laughs> laps because you just want a change of scenery, are you going to get shot by the army? Yeah. No, you're not going to get shot, but it's been made very, very clear that you're not welcome on the streets. And this is for central services. This was at 5 a.m. this morning. So maybe I would have been, but uh, that's my only grub. Other than that, I, I'm, I'm probably going to come out of this. 20 kgs here. I've been to the fridge three times already. Oh my goodness. I'm already on my third breakfast, but that's been this case for the last two weeks. But so just, just the other thing, looking out the window, are people being as responsible as Nick Kunza or are people yeah. flouting the rules? There is no cars. And I live right on Grayson Drive. It looks like a ghost town. Uh, one or two. I tell you what I did see this morning, which made me chuckle. Um, it was literally, it was literally like quarter past five in the morning. I just come back from my my laps of the car park. I saw a lone motorbike buzzing down the end. I was like, "What on earth is this doing?" And he was throwing the Business Day newspaper into one of the next door neighbors. So uh, I didn't realize that that newspapers are essential service. But you learn something new every day. You can't halt the flow of information, Nick Kunza. Thank you very much for your time this <laughs> exactly. morning. We will we will speak um, this evening. I mean, I try and wrestle up a different person to come on with you. I think we, this week deserves uh, a threesome. Uh, Nick Kunza is from Sunland Private Wealth, and that was the opening. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position, or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.